Oh, God. You dirty little liar. I'm sorry, I can explain. Oh, explain how you forgot to invite us to your party? Janice, I cannot stop this car. I have a curfew. You know I couldn't invite you. I had to pretend to be plastic. <laughs> Buddy, you're not pretending anymore. You're plastic. Cold, shiny, hard plastic. Curfew, 1 a.m. It is now 1.10. Did you have an awesome time? Did you drink awesome shooters and listen to awesome music and then just sit around and soak up each other's awesomeness? You know what? You're the one who made me like this so you could use me for your eighth grade revenge. God, see, at least me and Regina George know we're mean. You try to act like you're so innocent. Like, oh, I used to live in Africa with all the little birdies and the little monkeys. You know what? It's not my fault you're, like, in love with me or something. What? Oh, no, she did not. See, that is the thing with you plastics. You think that everybody is in love with you when actually everybody hates you. Like Aaron Samuels, for example, he broke up with Regina, and guess what? He still doesn't want you. So why are you still messing with Regina, Katie? I'll tell you why, because you are a mean girl. Everybody, welcome. My name is Matt, and I'm here with Andrew. Today, we're going to be talking about Mean Girls with Drew's daughter, Keely. Which girls are the titular mean ones? Why the plastics are perfect comedy to this day, and why Lohan isn't? So, grab your popcorn and Reese's pieces, and let's break it down on the Post Credit Podcast. so many places and and that's but, why karen is so universal because everybody yeah. can recognize somebody like that it's just to me to me we've lived so many different places in this country and and you know in the world really and yeah. and and um but i every time i think of karen i think of somebody from utah <laughs> yeah well this was kind of like a, a last minute thing to have keely on here yeah. um and uh, but we thought since we're talking about a movie called Mean Girls, we should have a mean. No, I'm just kidding. No, we <laughs> yeah. should have a girl. We should have a girl here at the school. Uh, at, you know, at, at the, the uh, during the episode, just so we can talk about you know her experiences at school and and see if it's close to this. So, uh, you've yet to enter high school, right? No. Uh, what grade are you in? I'm going to eighth. Going into eighth. Okay, so you'll be in high school not this coming year, but the year after that. Yeah. Are you nervous? Not really. Not really? No. <laughs> so tell me about yourself. What? I what like do, horror what do you movies. Like? Huh? Horror movies. You like horror yeah. movies? Mostly horror movies. Is that why? Because Coraline's kind of got a little bit of uh, undertone. No, that is, it, it's right. got a lot of undertone. If, you, if you've if you actually seen the movie, it's pretty dark. It's a cartoon cl- horror yeah. movie. Right? Well, it's a claymation, actually. Uh, or, yeah, okay. actually. My bad. Yeah, Stop but, motion. Stop motion. There, there you go. go. Stop motion. But, I mean, it, it's... It's kind of dark if you if you really watch it. It's just it's pretty spooky. It's it's not spooky. something for little kids. S- little kids, even though she was watching it yeah, as a little yeah. kid. Yeah, it's, well. it made me cry the first time I watched it. Yeah, and then ever since then you were just like must watch the movie. Yeah, that traumatized me. Well, it's probably what got her into scary movies, anyways. So. Yeah, that and the fact that her dad watches a bunch of B grade horror movies yeah. and any kind of horror yeah, movies that's he can true. get his hand on. That's true. I. uh I mean, and I look at it. You know, a lot of people would say, sit there and say, "Oh, well, you shouldn't watch those type of movies. They're not, they're not, um, they're not good for you." you oh, know, you mean kids? Like, kids shouldn't be yeah, watching them. Yeah, well, well, kids, but but you know, I mean, even some adults. You know what I mean? It's they say, "Oh, you know, these movies influence you know this and that." But I've watched so many movies that I I don't f- it. They don't influence me. They don't give me nightmares. I I like it for the thrill of it more or less. But you know, I feel like it, in my mind. Horror movies are some of the well 
most well and this is my opinion of course but they're they're some of the most well written movies as far as the genre goes well they they have that nature to them because it's all it's all about the suspense right and being yeah. scared and everything so yeah. your senses are heightened and so yeah. you feel more i think when you watch a horror movie than if you're watching mm-hmm. like if you're watching a comedy movie you know if it's not your exact humor you might chuckle a couple times or whatever but yeah. you're not going to think it's the funniest thing in the world um, dramas you might get bored depending on the, the topic or yeah. whatever but with horror movies you're pretty much always going to be in some kind of suspense even if it's not that much yeah so i may i think maybe it gives you that feeling of of trying to pay attention more to it yeah well and and you know it's it's all about the 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 film work and the the way that they shoot these scenes and the in these scary movies and stuff that that really just kind of it, it, they do it so well you yeah. know now i did watch we watched the nun a while uh, a couple days ago yeah. or whatever a few days ago and that movie's just so it's so dark, darkly filmed, darkly, darkly no. filmed. Like the Dar- lighting. Yeah, the lighting is horrible in like, that movie. Like a couple episodes of Game of Thrones that yes. we can mention. How you're like, I can't see anything yeah, that's going on. That's that's the nun. I mean, ninety because they were in a monastery and not in a cool way. With no, no, not with <laughs> lights. And so, like you know, we we me and Keely and and my wife, we were just asking each other what, what's happening. We can't even see it. We had all the lights off and everything. We just could not see the scenes. But again, going back to with, with scary movies, they're just so well done that, you know, you're engrossed in it. You know what I mean? It's not not something you get distracted from easily mm-hmm. because you got to pay attention because a lot of times you might miss uh, mm-hmm. an important scene from it, you know, where you're watching an action scene. It's like I can look away for a minute here, too, you know, because that car is going to explode and unless it's speed and then I don't stop watching. Well, it. Oh, yeah. Well, all right. Well, let's get into this. Have you have you known any mean girls in your life, yes. Keely? You have. Yes. Are you? Would you consider yourself a mean girl, mm. or maybe at some t- point in your life you have been one? I'm not a mean girl at school. Everybody thinks I'm. No, mean. just with her little brother. Why do they think you're a I mean girl? Everybody thinks I hate them at school. Like actually. So maybe it's more one of these. You're in, you're you're because you're an introvert, right? You're not yeah. in, like this person that explodes unless you're around people you feel very comfortable with. But normally you're very shy. You don't like to look at people. You're you kind of you you just feel awkward sometimes and everything like that. So I, I think you're you're very much an introvert and everything. So maybe people see that as you being mean or you hate them because you're like I don't want to look at anybody. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want my set of friends and that's it. Right. It's all about I that guess. attitude. It's all about the attitude yeah. because you know the attitude anybody portrays is usually you know the. Th- the, the way people uh, perceive you. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? They perceive you as having attitude, so you're kind of that person. But some people just have attitude because they like to frustrate their parents extremely. No. <laughs> Do you think everybody has an opportunity or an experience to be like a Regina George in school? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You think everybody... Because, I mean, everybody talks crap, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean... I, you know, I don't want to say that because, but you, come on, let's be honest. Everybody gossips. Everybody talks about this, talks about that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm just wondering if that's why, if if that's you know if that's if that's what this movie is showing. Do you think this movie is showing legitimate Mean Girls, or is this just how clicks talk? I, like I, they would never say it to a person, but. Everybody talks crap within their own circle, knowing it won't get out of that circle. Well, well Holly, Hollywood likes to portray people in high school uh, by over-exaggerating personalities. And we've talked about this before. Right. You know, they over-exaggerate, 
you know, plastics. I mean, you, we had people like this. In, there's people like this in every single high school you go to, and every single middle school probably. Right. But you know, every single school you go to, you have people that are like these groups of people, and with this one it's no different than a lot of these other high school movies where they have the different exaggerated personalities of each group of, of type of people. Right. You know, and, and, and I just, I, I think with this movie, they went a little bit overboard in the sense that everybody was a mean girl. Everybody except for, um, what's his name? Uh, Damien. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Damien. He was the only, like, person in the entire movie, in my opinion, you know, besides her parents, obviously, which, you know, get a shout out to Scrubs because her dad. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Neil Flynn. Yeah. Um, but um, every every Also char- known as the janitor. Yeah. <laughs> every every character in this film was a mean girl. Okay. Except for him. I have I have a different take on that, but. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Obviously, this is my opinion. No, 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 no. I mean, I, like, I agree with you. But then I have something else. So. Yeah, because even even Janice, who who was trying to be a good person, it had her ulterior motives entirely. You know, where where Damien did not have any real ulterior motives. Okay, you know, like in my opinion, you know. But to my point, so are these the just things that you say and think around your friends, not thinking they'll get out. Or are these like like that everybody does? Or are these the things that happened in this movie like unique? like real mean girl type stuff that happens oh man there's some what do you think i don't know because i mean i'm sure you talk crap about people in your in your little group and all that kind of stuff but you you say things that you don't think will leave that group right yeah so i mean i think that's what the burn book was about it's about saying things or writing things down getting it out and all that kind of stuff for the for the rest of the girls. It yeah. was just about that and saying things you won't think would get out. Now, obviously, Regina had different motives for having it because she's crazy smart and all this kind of stuff. So, well, do you think that she planned that ahead of time? That's why she had a burn burn book just to have some some weapons in her back pocket. I think everything that she does is to have a semblance of control over not only her status in the school, but the her little minions and the people that worship her and the minions. I, I got something different from her. I, I felt like she was just you know she played that dumb blonde character. No, you, that you was know, Karen. To, well, I mean, I, yeah, but Karen. But I, I, I think Regina yeah. was a little bit smarter than her. But I don't think she was that smart. That's what I got. Oh, from I think it. she was because, and I think there's a reason they picked Rachel McAdams, who is eight years older than everybody else. Yeah. You know, she's you know the like Karen was. Uh, the, uh, um, Amanda Seyfried, she was uh, 17 when and this, this was, was done. her first role, by the way. Yeah, and uh, but she was like seven years older than seven or eight years older than them and Lindsay Lohan, and only like eight years younger than uh, uh, Amy Poehler, who played her yeah, mom. Yeah, I saw that too. And so you know, but I think they got an older girl for a reason because she needed to be wise above her years. She needed to be kind of beyond school but still stuck in it so still having to manage around it but in her mind you know she can't be bothered with with some of this other even though she wants to control the school yeah i don't know i just i just see it differently uh, yeah I, I think so and 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 i think you know with this episode on this podcast i think we're gonna see a lot of different things you know with 
I think we're on different fences when it comes to this movie. Definitely. On, well, on I think it's aspects. hilarious and, and amazing. Yeah. Uh, and you are not a fan of it at all. So, <clears throat> well, again, I, I I can't stand Lizzie Lohan. And, I know. And, and and you know, side characters I thought were way better than the main characters. Like I like Amy Poehler. You know, the little bit that we saw of her was awesome. Like when she's dancing to to the song that they're doing. Jingle Bell Rock, yeah, you know, she's videotaping yeah, when, when and she's, she's trying like to get into it. it. <laughs> That's one of the times yeah. I laughed in the movie because I thought it was hilarious, you know. <laughs> Sorry, but whenever I see Amanda Seyfried, I just start laughing oh. because Karen is hilarious. But uh, real quick to intro this, this is uh, this movie's called Mean Girls. It came out in 2004. Uh, it was directed by uh, Mark Waters. Uh, it was written by Rosalind Wiseman and, of course, Tina Fey. Um, this was written after a, I can't remember what the book was called, but it's like a nonfiction self-help book for parents trying to deal with unruly teenagers. And I think specifically girls. I have that and, book. And the thing that, or at least you need that book, right? Uh-huh. Um, so it, uh, it follows a girl named Katie, not Caddy. Um, her her name is spelled C A D Y. Yeah, nobody no. nobody blames Janice for no. for calling her what she does. But no. um, so she's been homeschooled her whole life, and her um, her parents are like anthropologists or researchers, or I don't know, some something in Africa. She's been growing up in Africa her whole life, and uh, so she's she that's all she's known. She's never known public school. She's never known social groups of this magnitude like you get in high school. Um, so her uh, her mom finally gets a uh, a tenureship at a college. So they move uh, back to the states, and she has to start going to school. And so you then you get your fish out of water story with somebody that has basically might as well be an alien from another planet in a human body comes to school and tries to act normal, tries tries to figure out what the social hierarchy and 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 what her status is and, and everything. So that's basically where we're at. Um, she meets a couple friends, uh, Damien and Janice. Uh, they're they're the what are they called? The art art group or something like that. I don't know. What is that something like art geeks. Or art something? geeks. Yeah, or something like that. that's what Regina calls them. Or was it Regina or the other one? Regina. Regina. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love when Damien has the ham on his face, <laughs> and he's like <laughs> like sloth, and the Goonies like Rocky Road. <laughs> the Janice and Damien. Are my favorite parts of these movies? They're great. Movie. They're they're fantastic because I mean, they're the typical outsiders that love being outsiders and have no stakes in being popular or whatever. And as much as they say it doesn't bother them, Janice sure does have a lot of rage for Regina. Now, going back, you find out that Regina and Janice used to be friends in middle school, and then Regina got a boyfriend, and suddenly things kind of went haywire, and basically Janice came like you know uh, artsy type student i guess is what they would call it the dark hair and kind of almost goth looking yeah but um and uh, so anyways her and damien uh since they're at the bottom of the ladder you know they they have no problem accepting you know katie caddy however you want to call her um and they kind of teach her the ropes about what the school is all, all the different groups of the school now they straight up give her a map would this movie be allowed to be released nowadays no, no. with the, the the groups how they're segregated into asians the smart asians the the hot asians or uh whatever you call it uh and and you when as it goes around the lunchroom you see like all the black people are sitting at the same table all the white people all the asians are sitting at the same table and so yeah and I they mean, call it out like it is i mean it, yeah. it, and what's is kind of ironic because 
Tina Fey is such a liberal person that, but you know, then again, you also get she's she's a genius when it comes to comedy. I'll give you that. Okay, I just don't like her acting. Her writing is phenomenal. This is the first movie Tina Fey did too. Mm-hmm. And you don't like Tina Fey acting as a screenwriter for a movie because I think, I think she was doing stuff with Lorne Michaels on Saturday Night Live writing for Lorne Michaels. Well, yeah, but I mean, this is the first time she was acting in a movie. Is yep. what I meant. Mm-hmm. But she. Um, I, I don't know. I think she, I think she's pretty funny. I think she I think she's a really good actress too. Um, I know you didn't like like Date Night and some of the stuff that she's been. I like in. Steve Carell in Date Night. Yeah, I, that movie's just. I mean that dude, and even Mark Wal- Mark Wahlberg in Date Night was hilarious too. But um, have you ever watched Saturday Night Live? No. You don't watch any kind of like sketch comedy shows. No. She likes. She loves like The Office though. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, and she likes Brooklyn Nine Nine, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. This is one of those rare um, movies that come from like Saturday Night Live, though the difference between this and the others is that it didn't come from an original sketch that was on Saturday uh, Saturday Night Live. But, I mean, you have the writer, you have, like I think, like four different actors, Tim Meadows, who was in The Office. Yeah. Um, Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, and there was another one. Uh, her mom. That's Amy uh, Poehler. No, Anna Gessier. Oh yeah 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 okay yeah yeah uh, Katie's Katie's mom that's yeah Katie's right. mom was in uh, on Saturday Night Live yeah too. yeah so um, I just want to start out by saying that it, it, and this is to continue on because I broke it so we can introduce everything yeah. there. but um, going back to what you were saying as far as everybody's a Mean Girls I, I wrote down here there are a few Mean Girls throughout the movie and stuff and I wouldn't say every one of them are mean but most of them are mean the, the point of the movie is to show that girl culture is toxic it's horrible and it needs to change that's what Tina Fey you know has, has always put out there it's like we are being awful to each other why are we being like this and, and if you notice none of the guys disagree you know all of them got along pretty much yeah. with each other I mean, guys have their own problems and yeah. stuff but when it comes to like the girl issues and and the social hierarchy and arguing and all this kind of stuff guys are clueless we we just like man that seems to be a lot of drama that goes on <laughs> girls will just look at us like are you kidding me right is that true yeah do you feel like you have a lot more drama between your girlfriends than than some of the guy guys that you know yeah yeah like what Give me some examples. I don't know. Yeah, like, open yeah. up. Yeah, give me some examples. I'm gonna hear about this too. People just annoy me. It, you're annoyed very easily. Yeah. She's literally annoyed by everyone. She's literally Regina. Yeah. In her early years. <laughs> I don't know. Kind of more like Amanda Siegfried's character, I would say. Who's that? Ooh. Janice. Are you a Karen? Oh, Karen. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think you just proved that you were a Karen. <laughs> The fact that she fell into that trash can is something that Keely that's would Katty. do. Or that's yes. Katie, though, that fell well, into the Katie? trash can. Because yeah. it flashed real quick, and I was just like, wait, who is that that fell in the trash can? But that's, that's that was her. That trailer, too. That's yeah. her. Yeah, you fell into the trash can. No. Or she falls not. off a skateboard well, while you're just, sitting on it. I do not call me Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> so as you can tell, there's no, there's no Lindsay Lohan fans on this show right now. No. Um, so, okay, so there's Mean Girls, right? You know the Mean Girls, but I think the title that said, like, they're all mean and everything, but the title that says Mean Girls, I think that the that they're talking about specific people. And I think the people that they're specifically talking about is Katie and Regina, because Katie eventually becomes the Mean Girls. And I don't think that Karen and Gretchen are Mean Girls. They're not. Do you agree? Yeah, they're not mean. 
because I mean the the one thing that I saw that was slightly shady that they did in the movie, you know, besides all this little scheming and stuff, which really Karen's not a part of, but um, is whenever they called um, the girlfriend of the guy that Gretchen used to date when they were at the mall and was like, oh, oh said, oh, this is Planned Parenthood, we have results and stuff. But that was Just, Regina that did that. Yeah, I know, but. Right after that, once they hung up, the other two were laughing. They're like, oh, that was great, you know? So that's like the only slightly, like, meanish thing that they do the whole movie. But um, for Karen, she's just she's just dumb. So she does, you know, she's just happy to be where she's at, I think. She's very pretty and everything, and that's how the hierarchy works there at the school. But, um, and Gretchen, she, she doesn't know any better. You know, she, whenever she gets up and stands up at the end and says, you know, I can't help it if you know people like me because i'm so popular it's like she really she wasn't she doesn't mean that in like a bitchy way you know she that's how she really sees things you know and she doesn't see that there's something wrong with saying it like that well here here's where i disagree um that burn book told me that they're just as guilty as regina i'm sure regina filled up most of that burn book but they both of them literally filled up the burn book as well. So did Lindsay Lohan's character. They might have helped or whatever, but I can't see Karen really mm-hmm. filling out anything in that. Gretchen might, but probably spurned by like, or uh, probably encouraged by uh, Regina. Like, hey, put this in the burn book, and that's why I think that Regina has that, so she could do what she did at the end. Now, I don't think she was ever planning that, but she always has like some kind of power over the other plastics or whatever you call it. No. But that's just how I saw it. I, th- I think that I think that Karen and Gretchen are plastics. They're just I don't I just don't think that they're really mean girls. I think that the mean girls in the title reference Katie and Regina. Regina, who's all who's already a mean girl, and Katie, who learns to be a mean girl, and then starts being mean to everybody. Man, I, I really hate that I'm disagreeing with you. Like everything. No, that that's good. Saying. That's what makes for a good show. So then the audience can decide, you know, which one they agree with, right? Uh, yeah, and I feel like okay, every character on this, and, and I'm pretty sure it was because Tina Fey was is trying to bring this to light. Mm-hmm. But in all reality, as far as the women on, on on this film, she was the only one that wasn't necessarily a mean girl. You know what I mean? But who wasn't th- wasn't uh, Tina Fey? Her character, oh. the, the teacher. Well, and I think that we're, they're just talking about adolescence. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then if if we're looking at it that way, I think every single person in that school is a mean girl. Sure, sure. And, you know, yeah. mean girls everywhere, mm-hmm. different things like that. But um, I just think that the, the ones that, I mean, you're going to have that everywhere, but this movie is putting a spotlight on a particular pair of real nasty girls, which ends up being Katie and, and that's just how, that's how I yeah. saw it. Um, what do you think? Do you, you probably agree well, with your dad just everybody's mean well yeah they're all mean because like it all shows all of them fighting like in the hallways mm-hmm. but then at the end katie is like the main mean girl and literally you find out like, that every Janice single one gives of these her characters- that speech when she's like in the car yeah she's like yeah. you're a mean girl katie yeah yeah but but they literally you know when tina fey near the end of the movie when tina fey sits them all you know all the girls in the school down you know every single one of them basically backstabs the other i mean you're talking about the the ones that ended up with the coach you know what i mean both those girls are best friends obviously but then you know they they both basically at each other you know and they hate each other and 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 I remember the principal going coach Carr has fled <laughs> fled the school grounds he's on the run yeah but it got really like dark right there because her and then she got arrested or she was being investigated by the police yes that, that's what i'm talking exactly that's what i'm talking about like 
right at that scene, like you're thinking, okay, this very it's very lighthearted movie. You know what I mean? You you know what to expect. Usually, about right when you get introduced to Regina and and the plastics, you pretty much know what to expect of the type of people that we're about to see. But then and the and the type of comedy and things like that. But then right when you get to that end scene with the teacher like not being at the school and being investigated by the cops, and it got real dark yeah. for a second there, you yeah. know, and, and you're just like. Wow, that's wow. She needs to really stand up and take credit for this. Uh, you know, that poor teacher. She's working several jobs just to make uh, ends meet. Apparently, you know what? Didn't she say she was working somewhere else? Like she had three jobs. Yeah, yeah. she had three jobs. You know, and this is probably her main source of income. You know, this is probably her main job. You know, yeah. as a teacher. Yeah, she got a divorce, and then so she had to get two more jobs to right. help make ends meet. Right, and 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 so you know, you're like man this this girl is real mean that she's ruining this teacher's life that has to work three jobs just to make ends meet yeah so what what do we think is the reason that caddy or katie was invited in by regina i'll tell you what it was this is my opinion okay do you want to say something? Yeah, let's let's get let's yeah, get our let's guest's get opinion first. What what why do you think that she was invited in by out of all the girls there, I'm sure they had tons of new girls and whatever. Why do you think she was invited by uh why do you think it was her that was chosen? Cuz she didn't know that they were mean. Like the other new people if there was like new people to that school, they've obviously been to public schools and like they know so she was taking so. advantage of her naivety, her yeah. na- being naive of how things go, mm-hmm. easy to manipulate, yeah, stuff like that. Do you agree? I, I think uh, to add on to that, I think what it has to do with is the fact that you see Damien and Janice tell her, you know, basically she's she's not, she doesn't fall into the the nerd groups, you know, the way she looks and everything else like that. She's she's more of a, a plastic. You well, know? and that's it, what yeah, and like, that's like what he you, says. Yeah, like you said, like Janice said, she said you are uh what do you so like a grade A hottie or something yes, like that. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I guarantee you that's what Regina was thinking. <laughs> more more or less like competition. You know, what 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 better to have somebody that's you under your rule of thumb yep. rather than being, you know, out there in the world and being able to just step all over Regina, you yeah. know, because physically she can't do anything to her because pretty sure Lindsay Lohan's character could take Regina's character. Maybe. You know, but I, I don't... Uh, although, do you remember how it ended? Saying how Regina took all her rage out, started playing lacrosse, and she was yeah. like... She was a beast out there on the field. She was yeah, but this girl grew up. up in 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 like Africa in in yeah. in, in a little bit uh, not not cozy situation. I think you it'd be a mean? pretty good fight between yeah. the two. But I yeah I agree. I th- I think Katie's invited in because Rena, Regina is whip smart and she understands the upset to the balance that Katie brings that that Regina has set. You know mm-hmm. she set a balance. Katie comes in. She's uh, very attractive. Uh, but you know she she's apparently very attractive in this movie, uh, in this movie, in this movie, um, and uh, she she's new and naive. She's she's something fun. So yeah, Regina understands that. Like like if I don't get this chick into our group, then you know she's gonna be you know she's she's a, a beautiful girl. You know she she is competition to us. Yeah. So I have to get her onto the group so I can control her, or else she's gonna basically make this entire group you know null and void and, mm-hmm. and upset the whole hierarchy of the school yeah so um you know because she has everybody under control you know especially like gretchen you know when gretchen was saying like you know even if you think you like a guy and she pauses and she looks at regina and she's like 
disgusted and she like looks back she's like you may be wrong you know basically saying you know i like this guy but she said i was wrong in liking it so maybe i'm wrong yeah <laughs> but yeah she's just really pissed that regina's kind of controlled that aspect of it um and, and she's and, a follow she you know gretchen and, and karen are followers yeah they would never go against no. her but katie would yeah because she doesn't know any better. Well, and, and, and she's got more of the personality as the leader. You know what I mean? Because she, she, she can she, carry her own weight. She doesn't need approval of other people at the beginning. Okay, At the beginning and the very end, she doesn't need approval of other people. And she doesn't understand social consequences. Either. Right, right. And so that's what Regina... That's a lot of the reason why Regina brought her under a wing, too. Because she knows that you know the way she looks and the way she acts... She's got to be able to take control of that because, or else, you know, it's going to take control of her. Yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of symbolism in this. They call her the Queen Bee. She mm-hmm. has a tiara, you know, and she's got her little, her little, what is that, the little neck frame on and everything. Oh, yeah. She's like her really, went after, yeah, the brace after well, she, she got hit by the Well, she had just flowers attached to the neck yeah. frame. Yeah, she did her own and then, uh, and then she got, uh, you know, the crown for the bit. Anyways, How much of that crown was there? Did you notice I, that? Uh, that? What did I say to you? Was like, there's like when we were watching, pieces. I was like, she kept on throwing out more and more pieces and I'm like, how many it's pieces not of crown is? Big. <laughs> But, I was wondering about that. I was like, this is nuts. But not only that, Regina, Regent, you know, it's Latin for queen and all this kind of stuff. So, I mean, a lot of symbolism uh, uh, with all that kind of stuff. But Janice also called her a dictator. And, yeah. you know, you can tell how she, you know, as a t- dictator, uh, she sees this new, you know, this new threat coming in. And she she makes moves to... Uh, make the threat inert, you know, make it non-threatening and all that kind of stuff. So I, I just thought there was there was some really cool, really cool things with that. But so one thing I wanted to talk about was um, only one thing. Yeah, well, I want to talk about a couple things. But, um, you know, I think the four way call was hilarious. That was I, I actually like that. I, I, I got that because I was like, you know, I think as an introvert myself, you know, um, I'm not as bad as my daughter, but at her age, I was, you know. Really? I don't remember. Well, me and you never really hung out when we were kids, though. Uh, well, we never hung out when we were teenagers, really. Like, you know, when we were kids, we kind of had to. Not really, days. though. Even then, you had your own people in scouts. You had your own people in school and everything. I remember our childhood. Like, we've never been as close as we are now until we were in about our 20s. Okay. You know, late teens, early 20s. Okay. But besides then, it was always, you know, you go and doing your things. I went and did my thing. So I wasn't sure. So you were out a lot like that. I, I was a lot school. like that, you know, and and one of my fears, and it, to this day, it's still a fear of mine. <laughs> I And my wife pointed this out to me, but, uh, um, but I constantly check my phone when I'm having a conversation, especially if I'm talking about somebody else. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So I'm like constantly checking my phone, turning it on, making sure it's not on at that time so i felt that when they did that uh oh you so nobody can hear you talk trash about them maybe you should stop talking trash okay, about I, i'm not saying talking trash <laughs> i'm just saying like if, if i'm ha- you know talking about somebody else or something like that not talking trash necessarily but i always feel like i'm like like oh, hey is this person phone. doing okay that type of thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah, uh, let's just say it's that <laughs> let's say it's the nice one but you know it, it's weird because you I, I have that mean fear. girl. Yeah, I have that fear. Yeah. I have that fear. And and to see that that it come to light on this movie, wearing that four wheel like, so retarded. Wait, who's retarded? <laughs> and that's that's like and another she one just of those. Keeps talking like she it's didn't. No, she says, oh, she's so annoying. Yeah, there we go. Hold on. 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 Hold
Are you okay? Shh. Hello? If someone said something bad about you, you'd want me to tell you, right? No. What if it was someone you thought was your friend? What do you... Hold on, other line. I'm not taking this anymore. Good for you, Gretchen. Hello? Let's go out. Okay, hold on. I'm on the other line with Gretchen. Don't invite Gretchen. She's driving me nuts. Hold on. Okay, hurry up. It's Regina. She wants to hang out with me tonight, but she told me not to tell you. Do not hang out with her. Why? Oh, you don't want me to tell you. Oh, she can tell me. Hold on. Oh, my God. She's so annoying. Who is? Who's this? Gretchen. Right. Hold on. Oh, my God. She's so annoying. I know. Just get rid of her. Okay. What is it? Regina says everyone hates you because you're such a slut. She said that? You didn't hear it from me. A little harsh, Gretch. <sighs> Whatever. She has a right to know. I can't go out. <clears throat> I'm sick. Boo, you whore. <gasps> but that phone call was just, it was hilarious. And, you know, if you notice that you know, Regina, it never slipped to Regina because if it would have slipped to Regina, the movie would have been kind of probably a whole different movie. You know, if somebody was slipped and said something to Regina. But. Well, yeah, like like you said, you know, she's been operating knowing that these two others would never dare say anything about her, you know, say anything bad about her. Katie's yeah. the, the, the the little outlet that allows them to, st- uh, I mean, more Gretchen. Karen just doesn't care. Yeah. You know, Karen was hilarious in that four-way call. And um, I was pointing out, because Keely watched it with me, and I was pointing out how, how uh, Regina was eating, like, random carbs, like donuts. And then <laughs> at one, at, one time she had a whole ass, like, like over a foot long loaf of bread that she was just like had in a hand that she's chewing on and everything because all she was eating was like the cow team. And how many times throughout the movie? I just want to lose three pounds. I just yeah. want to lose three pounds. I think she said that like three or four times and everything. But she's sitting there like snacking on donuts and and eating a whole ass loaf of bread. Well, this it's there's the, there lies in the problem because you know a lot of girls. You know, you see in movies, you know, and and I'm not a girl, so I don't understand this or I I don't think I've seen this because guys don't talk about this kind of stuff. But we're trying to trying to tread very carefully with this too. the two guys talking about mean girls. That's why we brought Keely. And we feel a little bit better about it. But it's it's very it's it's quite interesting to see that the dynamics of girls thoughts, especially at that age, you know in a movie and they try to do it a lot similar in, in a lot of different movies. girls thoughts you mean like when like katie's I want to lose thinking three about pounds. turning into animals and stuff animal fights when <laughs> well that's not happen. not even close but yeah yeah stuff like that like but, you know that you only say to your close yeah, friends because because a bunch of guys they're not going to sit there oh i need to lose three pounds i need to lose three pounds but she did tell that aaron that she was on that cranberry juice diet yeah. he's like this is like all sugar this is cranberry juice cocktail exactly my point but it, it like this this little things like that kind of tell me that she's not as smart as perceived you know in a way with regina because may, maybe it's not not so much because she doesn't really have that much um common sense Who? you know what i mean regina regina doesn't really have a lot of common sense i think she does well, in the sense of, of, you know, I need to lose three pounds, but she's snacking on a loaf of bread. Yeah, but I mean, that's like pointing out like a 
common girl trope where it's like they're obsessed with how they look and especially at that age and everything like that and your age you know it, it's yeah and you well coming into but i don't think you're ever like that because you're just kind of a different breed but um but i mean most most are like you know obsessed with image obsessed with how they look and they got to talk about it all the time because they need the validation of their friends no because remember she's like oh, i just needed to lose three pounds and nobody say anything and she looked at her friends like hello and they're like oh no you look fine you're great well, you know with their, so you with need their that pranks. validation yeah but with their pranks it was like uh, it just didn't make any you know it's common sense that somebody somebody gives you these bars they're making you gain weight but yet they have to you have to gain a bunch of weight and it's all water weight right she's not book smart at all yeah no no no, no. and i'm not trying to say that i think she's smo- uh, i think when i say that she's very smart and she's a genius i mean socially I mean, in street smarts or whatever, or knowing how the world and the social hierarchy works and everything. I don't think she's book smart at all, you know, and, and there and the, because the movie never gave any indication of that. Yeah. But it's it's showing that she's supremely above uh, beyond her years about knowing how how to how to, you know, be on top in this world and, 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 and in a social structure and structure and stuff. So, Keely, what do you think about do you, do you really feel like when she got to the school? you know, first day of school or whatever. Do you really feel like maybe that's going to be somewhat your experience in high school? Or do you feel like, you know, you're going to, you know, again, she, she kind of came in after the fact, you know, after everybody else has known each other for a while, I'm sure. I mean, you know, people knew Janice and and Regina knew each other in in middle school and stuff, but do you feel like this is a portray a good portrayal of maybe what it's going to be like for you? No, I I don't either. Why, why do you, why do you say that? What 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 differences do you think that w- would be from your experience, w- what you think of your experience, and then what what uh, Katie went through? Because she's like trying to be popular and trying to make okay. everybody be her friend and like. So her. you don't you don't want to be like that. No. Okay. And not only that, that Katie, <clears throat> this is a fish out of water thing. Like it might as well be an alien coming to the school because she's never been part of it. Yeah. Keely is like that. Now, when I say that, um, um. Uh, Regina, I don't know why it's so hard for me to remember her name. Uh, I want to say Rachel. Well, but you can say Rachel, Rachel McAdams. All that. About. But when Regina, um, when I say Regina is super smart when it comes to uh, social stuff, uh, Janice is is the opposite. I mean, like like the two sides of the same coin. Yeah. So Janice is super smart when it comes to that too. She just doesn't care. I, th- she, I, I don't think it's that she doesn't care because she recognizes it. She's the one that points out all the different social groups. She's the one that pick, uh, that tells Katie how everything works, and that's more what reminds me of Keely. Is yeah. that is the person? Oh that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like because I'm like she, that's her personality. I'm like type. Keely reminds me of Regina because she's so smart about how like like you know how to stay on top and how to do this this and that. But the, also you know Keely doesn't really care. So it's kind of like that Janice character. So I think Janice and Regina are on the same level intellectually when it comes to the social hierarchy or or how things work dealing with other, you know, kids your age or youths or whatever. Um, it's just that Regina, that's her whole world, and Janice just doesn't want anything to do with it I, because I, she saw yeah. what, what it does to the people. I think what it is is, is you know, Here's an analogy for you. You know, um, Ooh, got an analogy for me. <laughs> you know, Janice is more like a, a a square peg going through a round hole, where where Regina is a round peg going through a round hole. 
You know what I mean? Like, like she fits, she fits this. And I think the reason that her and, and, uh, Janice don't get along so well. And Janice has that hatred for her because Janice never felt like she fit properly in Regina's world. Or in any world, because I mean, she's even yeah. a, a jackass to everybody else, and she's too. not a jock. She's not. She's not. Um, she's not even classified as a nerd, right? Because remember, her, her and Damien were being me and Caddy on the very first day too. It yeah, wasn't they, until they the were, second day that they kind of. But it's not the same kind of mean. They were still Regina kind of messing was. with her. Yeah, they but were messing with in her. in a joking way. Yeah, not yeah. in a cruel way. Not 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 in a cruel. Exactly, exactly. It's, it wasn't a cruel way that they were messing with her, but. You know, that's where with Keely, a lot of her friends are like that. You know, her and her friends, they 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 don't mess with each other in a cruel way. Keely, you don't really like want to be part of the popular group in no. a way. No, right? I hate the people that are popular at my school. Yeah. Why? Because they're really. You don't hate them. Yes, yeah, I'm I sure. Don't. I hate them. <laughs> you did, like you did, let, Let's just go with it. you dislike them very much. I dislike them very much. There we go. <laughs> Like stop putting words in my mouth when I say hate. Hey, I mean, I'm, hate. I'm her dad. I'm allowed to do that. I know. So, well, here I got a question for you both, um, <laughs> and I have an answer for this, but I want to see what you think. Um, why did, why was, Katie Caddy able to, um, get one over on Regina? Like how how did how did she how did she I got kind of de- uh, dethrone Regina. How did Regina let that happen, basically? I got my reasoning for that. Go, I'm going to let you go ahead. All right. So how, why do you think, so to explain, why do you think that Regina, because Regina seems like this person that's always like got a sense of control over everything, keeping things in line of how it needs to be, the hierarchy and everything. How do you think that she lets, you know, Caddy get away with this and get her get uh, dethroned? I don't know. You don't know? No. You, you don't, don't think about opinion. these types of things? I'm asking more like story-wise, character-wise, you know, and Keely's like, I'm just here to talk about, you know, mean girls in school. Yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, mean, what, you know. What do you think? I think it's, she became her. I think, I think Caddy, to defeat Regina, she had to become Regina. Uh She had to become like her. She had to, um, I mean, down to the fact that she was going after her ex-boyfriend, boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, whatever he was, because he, he went through three different phases with her. He was broken up with her, then he gets back with her, which that was a uh, a jerk thing to do. I mean... Well, if you remember, they had the sabotage plan, and it wouldn't work at first. It wasn't working, because Re- Regina was too smart, and she was, oh, let me do this with, this, with Aaron and everything like that, and I'm going to... Uh, you know, put Katie in the spot where she has to make a choice now, and yep. if she doesn't make the right one, then she'll be ridiculed. If she does, then she'll be under my thumb. And but it wasn't until she fully became Regina that she was able to take her down. Okay, um, I, I, what I think is, is it started to work before she became Regina because I agree with you. She does become like Regina at the end. But our caddy does before she <clears throat> goes back to being herself and everything. She does become that person. But Regina was falling for that stuff beforehand. Remember, first of all, the sabotage stuff wasn't working. They tried to do these different things. They tried cutting holes in her shirt. It ended yeah. up just starting, starting a trend, trend and yeah. everything. And, you know, uh, uh, Janice was getting pissed about it. And I'm sorry, in high schools would not have allowed that to happen. Yeah. Uh, all of the, the clothes the they wear. But yeah. what I think happened is that as soon as... Um, if, well, first of all, they had that secret of Gretchen's that 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 um, 
what's her name was was cheating on Aaron and everything with Regina. Um, but I think it's you know she fell for it when she let her guard down yeah. because you know. Uh, I think Regina, you know, usually is a certain way, but when somebody like Katie comes in or whatever, she puts her guard up and it's like, okay, I got to manage this this situation. But she let her guard down because after the whole, she got Aaron back and Katie's like, oh, I'm not mad at her. No, it's all good and everything like that. It all kind of settled back down and she kind of, she let her guard down because she thought she had, she thought, okay, now I have Katie in the group. She's one of my plastics and she let her guard down thinking that she was like Karen and Gretchen who would never even think of trying to go against uh, uh, Regina. I'm going to put her name up on the wall right here. <laughs> well, my thing is, is I don't think this is where I disagree with you on this. I don't think that she ever let her guard down until the end of the movie. I do because, I mean, when she was sitting there just like like when Katie was telling her, oh, yeah, it does this. And then she's like, I'm putting on all this weight. How is it going to make me lose weight? She goes, oh, well, it's just it's water weight. It makes you bloat because your your body's running off of water right now, which makes no sense and everything. And then and then you'll and then you'll drop all the water and then you'll just have muscle. And she's kind of just like, OK, but, you know, she's not like really that stupid, but she's she's letting well, that's what her I'm saying. Trick her into these things, and you can't say that you know. In my in my way of thinking, you can't say that she is incredibly smart, but also gullible at the same time. No, but I mean, she brought her this face wash that was just at just a normal face wash, even though they put foot they put foot cream in it. Um, it was what like are they trying to. It was an, I don't know. <laughs> it, like, it's not like somebody's foot has been in that cream right. or whatever. But anyways, it's uh, it was something that was sold at the store, but. It was given to her like it was some special thing that Caddy found or something. Like I just think that she let her guard down. Now that she had Caddy or Katie in her group and everything, she's like, okay, and now I'm gonna have Aaron over here. I'm gonna have my little side piece over here and all that. I just think that she she thought that there was no way that anybody was gonna try to usurp her because Katie started acting like the other two, and so I don't know. I think well, if you if you look at it at the beginning of the movie, we find out that her and her boyfriend had broken up and and we don't really find out until later on that um you know she broke up with him because it was always kind of a oh well he broke up with me and she broke up with you know this and that but then you we find out when he talks to regina and says you broke up with me right before they get back together again for that short period of time you know it, it, in a way i it, you don't really find out that she really kind of has a thing for him i think until you know right before Regina gets back with him again like like because Regina finds out okay well I might be losing here so I need to basically hook back up with him kind of thing yeah you know what I mean you know I think I think uh going back to uh you were talking about Katie or Caddy how she became Regina yeah I think the point that she went over to, over the edge I, I can pinpoint it do you do you can you pinpoint the, the moment yeah. where she then goes a little she like like she was working up to it but she still wasn't there when she lost Aaron okay you think it was when yeah. she lost Aaron oh yeah. at the party oh yeah that's early I, I think th she was still Katie way after that I think the point that she went over the edge was when the teacher said she was failing because then she went to um to um Regina's house and was like you know talking crap about her like oh you know that's when the drug pusher came up and that's when she finally decided to write in that book and yeah. from that point on she kind of started to take over a bit and she lost it I feel like she because she she the reason why she was failing was on purpose right so I feel like 
you know, the reasons that she was failing was because she purposely failed so that she could get his Aaron's attention. And then at the party, when she basically loses Aaron, the, then uh, she's like, okay, I'm going to make that choice. Uh, I've got to do something different here. You know, I got to do something different. I'm mad. I'm frustrated, you know, almost heartbroken in a sense, you know, um, I want to talk about the party too. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, what we just talked about say anything, right? Yeah. And in that, and say anything, we talked about how most parties at high school, uh, funk, you know, high school parties or whatever. That's where all the bad stuff happens. But in say anything, it's actually a good party. You know, it, it progresses the characters in a good way. Yeah. But this is another one of those things. They have two parties during this this movie, and both of them are terrible. One of them, it's when you know Regina makes out with Aaron, and they're like at Regina's she's, house, she's right? Pissed and no. walks away. Or no, it was. It's the Halloween party. Oh, yeah. What was that? Oh, who's I don't know whose house it was. Some guy, Chris. Oh, some guy, Chris. <laughs> it, that's what his name is. Oh, okay, I thought you just met him randomly. Some guy, uh, Walter, maybe. <laughs> no. Walter. Who even had his name? Walter. Walter White. What's wrong that's with true. you? Um, no, but the, and then the, the other party. Uh, the other party is when she throws up on the guy, and her friendship breaks up with Janice, and, and Janice says, "You know, you are a mean girl." You know, she's right. Janice is right. Her and Regina. Because Janice said, you know, at least me and Regina know we're mean, you know. So she was aligning herself with, that's why I say with Keely, you know, you know, you have Regina and you have Janice and they're like the same, two sides of the same coin. They're both whip smart, but, you know, one's cruel about it and the other just has, doesn't care about it, you know, aware yeah. of it, but not, doesn't care about it. So, you know, uh, I, th I think it's more dangerous to deal with someone who's mean, like, uh, like, like, okay. I, I think it's less dangerous to deal with someone like Janice and um, Regina because at least you know they're mean. But I think it's more dangerous to deal with someone like Caddy who uh, who is mean but doesn't know it. You know, and then they'll never think that they're in the wrong. You know, that that's kind of like what the other plastics are. Like they don't realize they're being mean. Yeah, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Well, I. Yeah, they might be oblivious to it. I think you know the plastics are probably oblivious to their outside world because they really are. I mean, they're oblivious to anybody else that goes to that school. Really, I mean, they they really have no interaction. I mean, it's just passing by interactions, you know, with these plastics. Now, if you're in their inner circle, that's a different story. You know, it's you not know, my fault. Nobody likes me because I'm popular. Exactly. So, do you think do you think that they're aware that they're mean? That the other two plastics. Do you think they're aware that they're being mean, or do you think they're just kind of like no? They don't want to lose their status, so they just kind of go along with everything. Yeah. Do Do you think Karen's aware of any of it? No, she the whole time, the whole movie, she's just sitting there smiling. She's just like staring off, like it, smiling the whole time. Yeah. So you get the sense that like like maybe maybe uh, Gretchen has a little bit of you know obviously she's obsessive about things here and there yeah. but I honestly feel like Karen was just kind of like randomly accepted in the group because you know she was very good looking and you know the same same shtick that Regina did with, with Katie or whatever yeah. but Karen really is just oblivious about she doesn't realize they're Don't being they explain mean or that? anything mm -hmm. how, how, because they, they said Gretchen was basically one of the girls because her her dad invented uh, toaster, toaster strudels, toaster strudels yeah. <laughs> which whatever I mean that's such a random thing but you know I mean there's got to be somebody that invo invents toaster strudels so why not her dad yeah you know I guess so but you know that's why she was in the group you know what I mean and it, it just probably the class of people that are in this group 
is probably more or less remind, why the reason you know they're together. That reminded me, you know, like filmmakers just finding some random thing that people can invent or whatever. <clears throat> it reminded me of Romeo and Michelle's when they said they invented post-it, post-it notes, it yeah, stuff. And then they're like, no, I that. thought the same thing. And then uh, Janine Garofalo or whoever it was was like, no, that was blah 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 blah. And they're like, oh crap, <laughs> I didn't think anybody would know who made post-its. Yeah, and and uh, you know, as being plastics, they're exactly they're all the same. You know, they, they really are. And, and, you know, as far as they have a little bit of difference in personalities, but it, all in all, they're pretty much all the same person. Yeah. And then we have at the end when uh, Regina puts herself in the burn book after she's finally had had her, uh, you know, the last straw. She puts herself in the burn book, turns into the principal, makes copies of it and just throws them all over the school. And then. It's just so epic watching her stand at the top of the stairs with her arms crossed as the as the camera zooms out and you see all this chaos unfolding, everything that she's done and everything. I mean, did you, you did you really notice tell she's the queen? She had that that thick the thick paper, right? She had she had the printed off paper or whatever, mm-hmm. but some of them she was able to throw up in the air, and then some of them she just took right out and stuck it on the wall. It's like were they all sticky? You know, where all all the pieces of paper are sticky. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's it was a just, movie. <laughs> do what? Maybe it was just like a movie thing. We have we actually have a saying for that on this show here. What? Um, because it's just a movie, you know. It, it, but this is this is called the uh, Rachel question. Because your mother tends to ask these questions. Oh yes, she does. She's like, "Why did it do that? Hmm? Why yeah, did it do and, that?" And I know that you guys don't watch, don't listen to the show and everything, but. We have is like, is that the Rachel moment of the show? We call the Rachel moment. And it it means like, it's just something that happens. Like if it didn't happen, then you wouldn't have a movie. You know, it's like, well, why did that happen? Well, because if you didn't, you wouldn't have a movie. It's just something that you have to accept. We do call it the Rachel moment on our show. Yeah. It's those moments that you have to accept and just move on with. Yeah. Like, okay, this is a thing. Let's move on. It's not that important, but it's, it's, you know. It's a Rachel moment. It's a Rachel moment. It's a Rachel moment. Yeah. So, um. Some standouts. Uh, um, Neil Flynn, the janitor, is not a mean girl. Okay, he he didn't even know what grounding means. He's yeah. awesome. Dad. They they were in that movie for a total of probably three minutes. The entire movie. I mean, that's yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'm saying like the main core. Do core. you wish? Do you wish your dad didn't know what grounding means? Yeah. <laughs> I wish we lived. In you want to be grounded like he grounds his kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. When's the last time I grounded you? Really? She's all yesterday. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly like my point. Like yeah, but you have like other punishments. Yeah. I think instead of grounding, it's you know, take you your gotta phone go away. Clean something, you know, go go clean. Go no, clean it's the kitchen. it's take her phone away. That is that's, what grounding is. You see what I mean? It is grounding. Yeah. I mean, for us, it was uh, all we did is play outside. So you're grounded to your room. For kids nowadays, grounding is taking away their phone because yeah. that's taking away their whole world. Yeah. So, um, and then at the end, you know, I don't think Katie really fully came back, even with the party and the stuff at school with the trust falls and and Regina getting hit by a bus and uh, all this kind of stuff. I don't think that Katie actually fully came back to herself until the mathlete competition. Yeah, yeah because yeah. she and in her in her, in her silly um, narrating. Uh, you know, she said, you know, she realized she couldn't badmouth the girl to a loss. Yeah. You know, she couldn't beat this girl by being a plastic, being one of these mean girls. She had to actually use her brain and everything and to, to out because it didn't matter how this person was dressed. It didn't matter how. And because and that's showing that's what life is really about. Life isn't about 
it it had, does have the social structure, but you know, past high school, it's less about the social structure and more about what you can do as a person. Yeah, I, and I, that's what the mathlete uh, competition, I believe, was about. And I wanted a bigger reaction out of Regina uh, when they're on that stage and she ends up losing to Katie. You know, I I, I really felt like the type of character Regina was that she would have flipped out like flipped out I mean granted she did get hit by a bus and so she was probably <laughs> on a lot of pain medication yeah but, yeah, you, but you know I, I really wanted her to have just a more severe reaction to it not just like huh. well you I know. think she had changed though I think she changed before Caddy did or Katie did or whatever <laughs> Because, I know we keep saying that. Um, I think she did because I think she got hit by the bus and then you don't really see any character development past that. So I think the movie is telling us that that bus hit was enough for her to go, okay, I'm done. You know, I'm stepping back. I'm going to go do my own thing. Because after that, you know, she saw her at the dance. She didn't really say anything or do much. She just kind of did her little pageant wave. And thank you. Thank you. And everything. And then you saw her out on the lacra- uh, lacrosse field. And then she smiles at Caddy. And that's really all you see of Regina for the rest of the movie. So I think that that, it, for me at least, tells me, that's the movie telling me that she's made that change. Because usually you you would want to see that change on screen. You know, you would want to see either redemption agree, or them yeah. agreeing, you know, like, okay, I'm going to fully go down with the ship type of thing. But I don't know. I, I think she had changed by then. But Katie, it took her a while because she realized that she couldn't badmouth that chick to a, to a loss or whatever. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> what come on tell me what you think yeah because katie was all like mm, she needs her eyebrows done <laughs> she said that but do you what, what about regina do you think that the the bus hitting her kind of changed everything for her yeah. or do you think it was more slower after that i don't know yeah i think she was just like oh, I'm just going to make Katie look like she wrote this book, and then she just didn't care after that. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, she'd already been knocked down and everything, and I think her social status had already been messed with. And they all got knocked down. You know, all the plastics got knocked down, including Katie. and and, and, Well, they all did during the fight, really. Yeah, and and they all got knocked down uh, a peg or two, and, you know, a lot of these, you know, that and that whole moment, I didn't like the moment where, Tina Fey stepped up because you know her character throughout the whole movie was just very kind of a mess awkward awkward and a mess and for her to step up like that and just be you know very clear and speaking and you know basically came up with this genius plan to talk to these girls I kind of felt like that that wasn't her character that was more Tina Fey talking and and you know like you were saying earlier about that Tina Fey wanted to put this movie out to 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 you know have girls spotlight and so off yeah spotlight that yeah. situation you know that that problem and I felt like this wasn't when she's getting up talking to the girls uh, or Tim Meadows has her go up there and talk to the girls it wasn't that wasn't her care that wasn't um, the teacher that was Tina Fey talking okay so to make it make sense in the world I would say you know it's showed at the beginning of the year that she is going through a divorce and she's a wreck because of it but through it even though she's going through all this stuff she's still going to be like no i'm going to push you katie because i'm a pusher and she helps her to be so i think maybe part of that was her 
finding herself again, the teacher finding yeah. herself again. Yeah. And in doing that, she seemed happier throughout the rest of the movie. Like yeah. she was finally able to be like, you guys are awful to each and other. That, that teacher behind Tina Fey that would raise her hand for the students was the one that was holding the principal's shirt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, like well like with, with not, not even having, Keely's like, like, why is he holding a shirt? Like, yeah. This? With having just a straightforward, you know, face, the teacher's raising her hand on the questions. Too. Oh yeah. That like, made like, me laugh. How many have, uh, the funniest part of that that the whole raise your hand part was uh, okay and whenever she's like I don't think some of us should be here she's like, okay how many of you have felt personally victimized by Regina George <laughs> and they all raise their hand and the principal is even like <laughs> raising his hand you know, you know he actually broke his 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 yeah. arm before it, the filming of this yeah, his and, wrist or his arm or something yeah like and that. that's why instead of, instead of having uh, what, what do they call it carpal tunnel carpal tunnel, tunnel uh, syndrome he uh, it he actually had broken his hand before the filming of this movie, but and they wrote it into the movie where man. she's like, "Yeah, I went through this divorce and everything." This summer, he goes, "Oh, my carpal tunnel back," and she's like, "I, I win." I love Tim <laughs> Meadows acting uh, in general. Like he, I, he was weird though because well, he's like him in Brooklyn Nine Nine, right? Because yeah, he's like, "Yeah, all right, settle down." Like 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 nothing. Something came out of nowhere and made yes. him go, "Hey, settle down now." You know, like he didn't like it. And, and Tim Meadows can can do comedy so well. That he does it with such a straight face, and the things he comes out with is like somebody, like you know, anybody down the that you know that would just come out with, you know, that straight face comedy. You know, a lot of British comedies like this. You know, they they without laughing and thinking they're hilarious, they say things so sarcastically and funny that it just makes you laugh so hard, and it's like not even the funniest scene in the movie, but. It is Tim Meadows is hilarious. Like when he's in Brooklyn Nine Nine, right? Mm-hmm. He uh, he's a cannibal in Brooklyn Nine Nine, but he he mm-hmm. talks he talks about it so so nonchalant that he's a cannibal. You know, he's talking to Jake, and he says, "I only go after children that are that are uh, helpless." You know, with straight face, and and you know Andy Samberg, who is the total opposite type of comedy than he, than Tim Meadows is. Yeah, just like because he's outrageous, right? Right. And Tina Fey's a little like this too with her acting, you know. And it's and who knows, she might have got it from Tim, uh, uh, from Meadows, but he it it just Tim Meadows does such a good job when he's um, doing his comedy because he's so natural. At Except it. in when his little guest spot in the office because. He just played like a normal part. It was cool because you got to see Michael Scott like impress Jan in that yeah. moment when they went to the uh, Chili's. I'm yeah, like, oh, my baby, back, baby. But that's back, what baby, I'm back. saying. He he's like an everyday comedian, like an everyday man type yeah. comedian. He he's got a lot of dry humor where he can sell I, I sell the humor that. with straight face and everything. So, um, real quick, uh, do we want to talk about any quotes? Any quotes that we like from the movie? You can't sit with us. You can't sit with it. <laughs> you can't sit with us. Or, or Karen, you want to go to Taco Bell? She goes, "You want to do, uh, if you need a de-stress, do you want to go to Taco Bell?" <laughs> no, Karen, I can't go to Taco Bell. Could I'm you doing relate a carb with only diet? Could you relate with that? Uh, in my youth, out, I'm going to go to Taco Bell. In my youth, yeah, yeah I've, I'd say in the last five, ten years, I've gotten off Taco. Well, five years, I've gotten off Taco Bell now, yeah. but um, but yeah, I used to be huge into Taco Bell like that. Go over to a few. Uh, there's the, you know, what we mentioned before. I'm sorry that people are so jealous of me, but I can't help it. I'm just reading these because this is such a quotable movie. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, it's like I have ESPN or something. My breast can always tell when it's going to rain. Oh, when she does that whole thing at the end when she's the weather girl, 
I mean, it, it, it might be raining right now. <laughs> it might be <laughs> No, raining. she said it's a 33% chance that it's currently raining. <laughs> and the fact that it's, As she's getting it's pouring on. down. Yeah. That it, we mentioned that too, yeah. right? Uh, uh, ex-boyfriends are off limits to friends. That's just like the rules of feminism. <laughs> um, get in, loser. We're going shopping. That's a huge one. Yes. Um, <laughs> when Damien said, that's why her hair is so big. It's so full of secrets. <laughs> What was the one with the ham on her on his face? No, that's when he was acting like sloth, and he's like <laughs> Rocky Road. <laughs> and you know he's been in some of these teen movies before, hasn't he? Hasn't he been in a, a couple of them? I want to say he has. Uh, you, you could keep going with your quotes. I, oh, I just, the Damien guy. Yeah, I'm, 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 I got to look that up because he he. I swear he's been in in some some other team movies and well there's there's also uh you want to do something fun want to go to taco bell <laughs> but it's uh four for you glenn coco you go glenn coco that one has become a huge hugely famous one too and that guy that played glenn coco wasn't even supposed to be on set that day so i, I thought that was pretty interesting oh. um she doesn't even go here that's a huge yeah. one uh, yeah, that was so random. She's sitting on the stage and just talking, and they're like, "Do you even go here?" No. And she talked like Drew Barrymore. But I want to show my feelings. She had like yes. a lisp and everything. Yeah. She kind of talked like Drew Barrymore. Yeah. But, but yeah. It, uh, whenever she's like, "You're a mean girl," and they drive off, and he's like, "But I want my pink shirt back. I want my pink shirt back." Yeah. <laughs> he yells at her. Do you, real quick going back to that. Do you think that they were really like cut off, done with her? Do you think that they, they thought she was lost at that moment, uh, Damien and, and Janice? No, no I don't think they cared is, enough. I, they, their, their ultimate... Sorry. I, their no, ul- I want to hear. I want to hear what Keila okay, said before okay. she forgets. Because she gives her like her art thing that she drew of her that's, caddy, Damien, yep. and whatever. I said caddy. Caddy. <laughs> but that, that's what that's what says it to me, is that is that I think that she's so pissed that... that Katie is going this way, but I don't think she thinks that she's lost. I don't think that Janice thinks that Katie is like lost to the plastics. She's calling her. She's saying you're a mean girl, all this kind of stuff. But then she threw that art with her. I think that she still had hope that she'd stop being that way or whatever. I, th- I don't think that they had really given up on her or that, they, you know, they just they just did that because they were pissed because they actually I mean, they had nothing to lose by taking her in. But then they felt like they lost something when they felt like they lost her. I think with Janice, um, since the beginning of the movie, you know, I, I feel like Janice really was trying to to use Katie just to get back at Regina. I think her ultimate goal throughout the whole movie was yeah. just to get back at Regina, and and I kind of felt like. But along the way, I think she really liked Caddy uh, or Katie because to know, a point, she yeah, put, she put her in her painting and everything. Yeah, yeah, and and I agree with you on that. I just think that you know, it, he. Or she, uh, her her ultimate goal, and the only thing that she could see past was just trying to get Katie as a weapon against Regina, you know. And and so I felt like, like she probably couldn't. It was almost like they could care less either way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like in a way that maybe maybe for for a split moment she was, you know, starting to think that way. And then at the end, obviously she, you know, they were friends, you know, but, uh, for a split moment there, I think that she was talking about them, you know, thinking about them being friends and things like that. But I think her, her rage against Regina, because she hates Regina. She hated Regina with a passion. Yeah. And, and, and I think it's not so much hate, but she was hurt by Regina 
because they were friends before and because you know calling her a dyke and everything else like that you know that with her she was more hurt by regina so she wanted to attack regina and and i don't know if she actually was like if she had feelings for regina maybe she was bi or something like that i don't know uh, i know she was dating the kevin dude the mathlete by yeah. the end kevin g yeah kevin g she was dating kevin g <laughs> by the end so i don't know maybe she, she did have me. feelings with for regina back then and she got mad when she got a boyfriend maybe <laughs> that was true i don't know i thought it was funny that they both uh damien and uh janice kiss each other yeah they're, they're like, like no no don't like it <laughs> they did literally you, said "Ooh." <laughs> did you notice that the janice Katie, Damien group had adopted, besides Kevin, another uh, one of the plastics into the group at the end. Yeah. Karen. Karen. Oh, because it I didn't shows, catch that. Yeah, it showed uh, Gretchen with the Asian girls for some reason. Well, maybe they know. said they said that she found a new queen. Yeah, she found a new queen. So she, yeah, she, she was, she's, Gretchen's never going to change. No. She's always going to be that way. Well, she's it, hilarious. It, it, her and, her and life. I don't think she's really cruel. Yeah. Or she doesn't mean to be cruel. Her but. life existed to serve queen the queen bee basically that's that's what her life you know in the second that you know she heard that you know she didn't get a candy cane oh man that she was doesn't like have any original world yeah she doesn't have any original originality in her she has to know what to do and what to say yes based on she has to be told who to be basically yeah do you agree with that yeah yeah, and then Karen, uh, and it showed Regina with the sports girls now because she's got so much anger that she's got to take out and everything. But then, yeah, it showed Karen, and who else was she Karen sitting with? I don't know, but Karen was, like, braiding some girl's yeah, hair. braiding hair, but she was sitting with uh, with with Caddy, and so I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah. uh, I, I have two favorite parts in this movie, and the <laughs> one of them's Karen and one of them's Gretchen. So the Karen one is when they're in the office and they're in trouble at the end because the book's been turned in and everything. And uh, he goes, I don't think that Regina would call herself a, and then he says what it is, and I'm not going to repeat it. Um, But as soon as he says it, Karen goes, (coughs) (laughs) he just starts laughing. I don't know why, but just that part gets me every time. The way she just like, she can't help it. She just thinks it's so funny. And it's so inappropriate, but she just starts laughing. And then the other part is when Gretchen is like finally getting left out, you know, I, mm-hmm. because I I honestly think that it was Regina's plan to replace Gretchen with Katie. Well, yeah, I mean, you see when they're doing the dance, she takes her, she's all I'm always on your left, yep. and she says, she says, get over, yep. move over, and move not over. only that, but then when they were on the phones, uh, she got she didn't want to be on the phones. She wanted to go out. Let she she called Karen when they're on that four way call or whatever. Regina called Karen's like, hey, let's go out. And she goes, don't invite Gretchen and all this kind of stuff. So I think that they're, but uh, whenever Gretchen stands up in class, remember? Mm-hmm. And the Caesar poem. Why should Caesar get to stomp around like a giant while the rest of us try not to get smushed under his big feet? What's so great about Caesar? Brutus is just as cute as Caesar. Okay, Brutus is just as smart as Caesar. People totally like Brutus just as much as they like Caesar. And when did it become okay for one person to be the boss of everybody, huh? Because that's not what Rome is about. We should totally just stab Caesar! Gretchen Wieners had cracked. Remember that part? Yeah. Oh my God, it's so funny. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That, that's pretty much all I have to say. Uh, what, what do you think is the funniest part about it? I know you didn't like the movie. What, what would you say is the funniest part? It's a tie between, you know, not so much a part, but, you know, Janice and and Tim Meadows' character. I mean, every time he was on the scene, he, he was the only one that really kind of made me laugh. And then Janice, the, the fact that, you know, she was the 
the anti-Gretchen. You know what I mean? And so she acted totally opposite of what Gretchen acted. Anti-Gretchen or anti-Regina? Anti-Regina. Right. She, was, she was the anti-Regina. And so just the... But they both flipped out the same exact way. You know what I mean? Like Regina would flip out... Uh, she would flip out over situations and it made funny, you know, funny, funny scenes in the movie, but so would Janice, but Janice did it so um, naturally, I think, you know, and, and the, the actor did it so naturally. She did it so nat- naturally as Janice. And it was just, every time she was in the scene, she was hilarious. Okay. So Janice and, and the principal, yeah, those yeah, are your yeah. favorites. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your favorite part about this movie? Karen. Karen? Yeah. You think she's your favorite part and she's the funniest? Yes. Yeah. Karen and Gretchen. What, what, do you have any things in particular that made you laugh? any scenes um when karen's talking about her cousin when she's like but he's my first cousin <laughs> she's like okay because so you have your cousin and then you have your first cousin and then you have your second cousin i don't think that's They're how like, it works. no that's not how it works but then at the end of that scene she's like she just doesn't care and yeah. she's like they're like, Karen, stop, Karen. And she goes, hey, and she runs over and she <laughs> doesn't care anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. I like that. Yeah, and obviously I, I said well, my favorites were, what is, what is, what's the worst part about this movie for you? Lindsay Lohan. Okay, what's the worst part? Lindsay of the, Lohan. And the worst part about this movie for me is also Lindsay Lohan. Um, I, I don't know. They, they should, I think there would have been a much better movie if they... Now, Lindsay Lohan was originally supposed to... Be Regina. Be Regina, but... Freaky Friday had just been released, and she was she was a, a proper movie star by then, and she was a uh, like the hero, you know. She she wasn't she didn't you know she wasn't unknown enough to be a villain or known for being a villain enough. Yeah. So because of the success of of Freaky Friday and everything, she, and she wasn't happy about it. But and I think Rachel McAdams was supposed to be Caddy. Well, let me ask you a question on that. Okay. Which types of roles do you like Rachel McAdams? Do you like her more like the villain or, you know, more like Wedding Crashers? I have never seen anything from Rachel McAdams that I didn't like. I think she is an outstanding actress. I don't think she's ever annoying unless she's supposed to be. And then she does it well to where you you still like her. Um, I think she, she obviously looks like she's having a lot more fun playing a bad guy. Yeah. Um, but she can play sweet and, and innocent as well because, I mean, she was both in The Notebook. Yeah. That movie I was forced to watch. Um, yeah, that's good. It movie. was, uh, it, it, you know, she was she was a villain some of the time because yeah. she was a brat. She yeah. was a terrible, terrible person. But, you know, you saw the sweet side of it too. You know, in The Family Stone, she I think she 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 plays those where she can be a jerk. She she's a jackass. Yeah. But like an endearing jackass because okay. in the Family Stone, you know, she was the jackass daughter, but she you know eventually became endearing and everything. And so yes. and I I think I've seen her play roles like that. I love seeing her as as Regina, but I love her in other other roles too. So so it doesn't matter if she's a villain or a good guy. No, type. I think she could do no wrong in my book. Okay. I don't think. I, I think I think she anytime she's on and and. Karen, the same thing with Amanda Seyfried, everything she's been in. Um, I think this is probably the first time I saw her in this, but right after this was uh, Veronica Mars. Yeah. And her character in Veronica Mars, that's how I'll, every time she's in a movie, I'll be like, oh, it's a girl from Veronica Mars, yeah. you know, or the girl from Mean Girls or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I, honestly, I think that, you know, Rachel McAdams is the masterclass actor out of all the people of her generation. Not, not not generation in this movie yeah. of all the younger people in this movie she was the man and maybe even above the adults too but you know she had a lot of experience by then it's a bold claim I think it is I, 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 in this movie just within this movie 
I think she was master class out of everybody. I mean, and that includes uh, the janitor dude, you know, Tina Fey, all these all these different types of people, just because I think she's had a lot more experience. Lizzie Lohan's been acting since she was a kid and everything, but I don't know. I, that, that's just my opinion. I think that the best parts about this movie are Karen and Gretchen. I think they're hilarious, and I think that the, the, the plastics were cast perfectly. Yeah. I think that the one misstep is Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I, I'd have to say Lizzie Kaplan's. Uh, I think she's above the rest on, on this one, in, in my opinion. I, she's amazing. She's yeah. up there. I, I, I want to say in this film, what I took away from it was Lizzie Kaplan. I don't think there was anything that I saw her in, uh, anything else that I've seen her in that I didn't like her. I, I like she, she got to be a little grating and annoying in, in True Blood, but she was supposed to be that way, I think. You know, she because she was cruel towards vampires and different things yeah. like that. But I mean, you know, it's uh, she she she's one of those others that that uh, I haven't seen her do wrong yet. Yeah. You know, yeah. So I don't know. I I I had another thought too. You know, I think you know if they had a TV show that Lacey Chabert could have played Gretchen in or uh, Amanda Seyfried could have played Karen in, you know, where they could have played this longer, <laughs> I would have loved it because I would have loved oh, to yeah. have seen more material for yeah. this stuff. There is Mean Girls 2. Um, they asked Tina Fey to make one, and she said, absolutely not. They made one anyways without her, and obviously a bomb. But she kind of regrets not doing it now because she's like, oh, we could have done it. She's just like, I didn't want to do it at the time or whatever. But I would have loved to have seen these guys like as you know, adults maybe or in college or whatever. Yeah. I thought that kind of would have been cool. Not everybody, but you know, I, just, I wanted to see more of Karen and Gretchen because I just think – Every time they're on screen, I'm like I, I think I laugh more in this movie than a lot of other movies. Just at those two, yeah. The rest of it, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> who thought it was a good idea? Lindsay Lohan to me is like, who's the guy? Uh, <clears throat> played John McClane's son in the new Die Hard, newish, yeah, newer. I know who you're talking about. Uh, Jai Courtney, yeah. Pete, Hollywood keeps trying to make Jai Courtney happen. You know, in the Terminator, in this, the you know, uh, Divergent series and different things, I I, I don't like him. I, really? I don't I don't like anything that he does. I think he's boring. He bores me to death. I don't I don't see him as a um, Hollywood keeps trying to make him happen. Yeah. That's what I feel like with Lindsay Lohan happened back then. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen her in anything on anything or in years. Yeah, I don't think she's I done she, in years. And, and, and I know she has personal struggles. We all have personal struggles, and 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 she got into some of the same traps that a lot of Hollywood actresses and actors get into, and everything. But yeah, it, it's it, I, I don't know. There was something grating about her before that. I think I, I don't know if it's just uh, a voice or or the way she is. I think she's she works better as a side character, but she was always promoted as a star. It never worked for me. I, I never agreed with it. You neither. And that's the same thing I feel about Jai Courtney. Anyways, uh, is, is this your second favorite movie? No. Actually, no. Top five? Yeah. Top five movies? Yeah. Your favorite Coraline? Yeah. What's your second favorite movie? Um, it's going to be a horror movie. Okay. Um, probably Evil Dead. Okay. The original or the remake? No, the remake. The remake? I've never seen The original's too old and, and crappy effects for you, right? Yeah. Yeah, who showed you that movie for the first time? Uncle Matthew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not. I showed you the preview. <laughs> In the first scene. I'm just showing her cinema, okay? Regardless of the genre, I'm just showing her cinema. That's an Andrew. extremely gory movie. <laughs> Extremely gory. I think you guys are like six. It or literally something. rains yeah. blood in that movie, pretty much. Because it was Kaylee here too. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And she got scared of it, and I wanted to watch it, and she was like, no. <laughs> You're going to get a call from Kaylee. She's going to listen to this and be like, actually, Kaylee, that's not what happened at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, well, if you guys want to get a hold of us, uh, we're on all social media as The Post Credit Podcast. Uh, we have uh, a website. It's www.thepostcreditpodcast.com. Uh, our email address is thepostcreditpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on YouTube. Um our uh, all, all social media is the post credit podcast except for Twitter. We're at the post credit. You guys can find us there. But um, do you have anything uh, else you want to say about this? This is a terrible experience for you, wasn't it? it was. I can tell it was a very it terrible was. experience for you. Uh, what, what do you want to What do you want to do next week? Mm. I think we already talked about. It. We shouldn't mention it though. Yeah, let's let's keep that it one much. that we talked about. That yeah. you texted about, and I was like, let's put some more time into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's it's another funny one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. I'm down. It's going to be a good movie. It is. I love it's, that movie. It's cheesy, depending on how you look at it, but it's just a fun movie. And as you, as our audience should know, we like fun movies. Yeah, and we and one of the characters in the movie happens to be one of our... Uh, one of the characters or actors? Actors. It happens to be one of our favorite actors together. I think both of us, he's on our list. Hmm. I wonder if we're talking about the same thing, because there's two or three people in there where I'm like, they're amazing actors. I mean, in this, it's just a, a, a schlocky comedy. Movie, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, who are you talking about? Oh, uh, it's all right. I, I like the other one. No, but he—he's one of our like favorite characters. He, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. favorite actors, I mean. Yeah, yeah. He's really good, but uh, I'm just gonna say it, and people can just guess. do it. Just do it. But I like Sam Rockwell. But uh, Rockwell. Better. Really? He's one. He's in my top ten favorite actors of all time. Are you kidding? He's he's amazing in the Green Mile. The when he played that psychopath and everything, yeah. he goes from that to playing different comedy bits. He's probably he's definitely on my top ten. But I, I love him as an actor. And in this movie, he's he's just as funny as he always is and everything. But um, anyways, we'll we'll uh, we'll let us you let you guys know on uh, social media what we're gonna do. So. Um, One of our favorite actors. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I like that person Alan too, Rickman. but I like you know, Sam Rockwell. Oh, now they're going to know. Now you just put those two actors <laughs> I, I together. I thought that's what we were doing. <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate you guys listening, and we'll see you next time. And throw me a bone.